Good afternoon, everyone. And a very warm welcome to you all to Haverhill Methodist Church for our carol service. It's lovely to see you, and I hope that through the darkness you can just about see me. Um, but that's not important. So, Isn't it amazing to think that this time last year we had a carol service here, but we could only listen to the carols and watch them on the screen. Well, these are still strange times, but we have come some way, and tonight we are able to sing our carols. So I hope that we'll all make up for lost time uh, in our singing today. And, of course, I can see you are wearing face coverings, and that's something that we do have to do by law in church, unless we're leading from the front or singing from the front. So please do keep your masks on but sing out as much as you are able to. And we know it's more difficult to sing with them on, so just take it steady because there's quite a lot of carols tonight and a lot of verses to get through. Uh, So take it steady. And if you want to remain seated for any of the carols, then please do. The carols themselves will just be introduced by the music group with their opening chords and um, music. So please just take your cue for the singing from the group. The words of our carol will be on the screen and I will announce our readers who are going to read from here at the lectern, please. And of course, you can read without your masks on tonight. We also welcome those who are watching this recording from their sofa uh, a little later on. We welcome you here. Let's just quieten ourselves before the Lord in prayer and offer this time to him. Saving God, who walked this earth in Eden and in Nazareth. We praise you for your everlasting love, enduring patience, and the greatest gift of all, salvation from our sins and eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. A mystery so deep it is impossible for us to grasp. A mystery so wonderful, it is impossible for us to ignore. So speak to our hearts tonight in the story of his nativity, in words of scripture, in well-loved carols. And Lord, we pray for each person here tonight, each adult and child, and each family represented here. We give thanks that you hold every single, single one of us in your hand. And we pray that as we join together in your presence, we will take the blessing we receive out into the cold night air, then back into the warmth of our families. 
so that our Christmas will be truly filled with your spirit and we receive your love. Amen. We light our three Advent candles. Come, Lord Jesus, bring us your light. Be at the centre of our Christmas. That's our prayer tonight. Thank you. In John chapter 7, verse 42, comes this question. Does not scripture say that the Messiah will come from David's descendants? And from Bethlehem, the town where David lived. We stand to sing Once in Royal David City. And Abigail's going to sing the first verse on her own as a solo. And we will join in the second verses and the second verse and the rest.
child so dear and gentle, he's a lord in heaven above, and he leads his children on to carol service tonight we will display pictures on screen provided by the bible society to help us to see as well as hear the story of christmas and as narrator tonight i will link the scenes of the christmas story as you can see our story begins further back than you might think and finishes long after the wise men returned home. So when does the story of Christmas begin? Well, it begins at the very beginning of time. God created the heavens and the earth. Man and woman walked and talked with God. But we turned from God and we went our own way. We squabbled and fought and we forgot how to pray. We broke God's commandments. We built up a wall. This is our problem. This was our fall. And Maritala is going to read to us the fall of humankind. Genesis chapter 3. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God, and he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree from which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. 
Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all the livestock and all the wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. It will crush your head, and you will strike, and you will strike his heel. May God bless the reading of His word. Thank you, Maritala. Well, we've got an angel um, that's clip clip clopping like a donkey. So uh, <laughs> maybe if Felicity took her shoes off. She might be like an angel on tiptoes as we carry on. Well, to fix this fall, God promised a saviour, Messiah, proclaimed by the prophets, like this man, Isaiah. God made as a promise, God had a plan, and his plan was to send a very special young man. Angela reads to us, words of Isaiah chapter 9. This is from Isaiah chapter 9, um, verses 2 and verses 6 and 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light... On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this.
time was now ripe. Open your eyes. Here comes God's messenger with such a surprise. A girl called Mary is given a fright. The news sounds impossible. Is the angel Gabriel right? We listen to his message now as Jacqueline reads from Luke chapter 1. I'm reading from Luke 1, verse 626 to 38. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. This is the words of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Oh 
Joseph saw Mary's growing belly and wondered how that got there. So he scratched his head and he twizzled his hair. And when Joseph was sleeping, an angel came to visit. Fear not, for Mary will give birth by God's Holy Spirit. From Nazareth to Bethlehem, with God's precious load, Mary and Joseph set off down the road. A headcount by Caesar took them down this way. But where will they find somewhere to stay? Ronaldo is going to read to us the account of the birth of Jesus from Luke chapter 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinus was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own travel to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Thank you, Ronaldo. And you know, a baby cried on that day as well. <laughs> so that's okay, that's allowed. Well, there was no room in a premier inn, so what a humble beginning.
for our premier king. We sing our carol. Saviour is born, of that there's no doubt. And when a baby is born, the good news gets out. And Sylvia is going to tell us the announcement of that good news to the shepherds.
Reading from Luke chapter 2, 8 to 20. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, watching, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today, in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favour rests. Then the angels had left them and gone into heaven. The shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told.
So the shepherds left their flocks that night. They came to the stable. The angels were right. Shh, says the father. Don't say a word. Just kneel and worship. He is our Lord. It's great to see the Sunday Club children here with us today and many are dressed up. And you're going to come now and bless us with singing It Was On A Starry Night and then the first verse of Away In A Manger. And we'll remain seated as we join in with the remaining verses.
Thank you, children, and thank you, Claire, for that wonderful gift of song today. And you look wonderful in your costumes. Now away from the stable, in the dark of the night, wise men are travelling, led by a light. Then into Jerusalem, to King Herod's palace, they met with the king who was cunning and callous. And Dave reads to us from Matthew chapter 2, the story of the three kings. Matthew 2, verses 1 to 11. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child, and as soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. The wise men were wiser than Herod by far. They came to the stable, led by the star. They opened their treasures. They spared no expense. Gifts of gold and myrrh and frankincense. Back to their country, And to their homes they went, without leaving King Herod even a cent, 
seeing old Herod once was enough. They found a new king, a new king of love. was angry. Herod went wild. He sent in his soldiers to look for the child. They searched far and wide. They looked high and low. But an angel told Joseph just where to go from Bethlehem to Egypt. How they did roam. And finally to Nazareth. Home, sweet home. But this story is just the beginning. Jesus grew in wisdom and stature, all part of God's plan. From a baby in the manger to a boy, to a man. Now God was with us to love and to heal. Jesus, our Saviour, is God's word made real.
John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness. But the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light. So that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet, to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus fed them with truth. He fed them with bread. He loved the unlovely. He raised up the dead. When we lost our way, no longer God's friends, this is the truth. God's love makes amends. But God's love was rejected and nailed to a cross. Where Jesus died for our sins and our forgiveness. Love is stronger than death. And Jesus lives on. Christ is in Christmas. The gift of God's Son.
This is the story of Christmas and more. It is happening again as it happened before. Will you let Jesus in? Will you open your heart? Now our story is told. Now Christmas can start. hope and pray that you have been blessed by all that you have seen and heard and sung this evening, that it has helped you in just a small way to take that next step of faith towards Christmas, towards Jesus Christ. We don't know what this Christmas will hold. It will be different from last year and the year before that and it may be different from next Christmas. But we say, let Christmas find us. Let Christmas 
find us today. And let's open the doors of our hearts wide to welcome Jesus who loves us, who died for us, who lives for us, who offers us life in its fullness today and eternal life in heaven. Hallelujah. What a saviour. Well, we express our gratitude to our musicians and to all our singers this evening, to those on sound and vision, and to all who have helped in any way tonight, to those who will help serve refreshments in the church hall through these doors. And we do hope that you will be able to join us. It's been wonderful to welcome visitors today as well, and we hope that you will be welcome here any time. We have special Christmas services next Sunday morning at half past ten. We will be making our Christingle oranges, which is always a lot of fun. And on Christmas Eve, here at half past eleven, we have our late night communion service. And then Christmas morning, our celebration at 10 a.m. You will be welcome at these services. So now our prayer of blessing, let us pray. God of love, Father of all, The darkness that covered the earth has given way to the bright morning of your word made flesh. As we go from here, make us a people of your light. Make us faithful to your word. And help us to take our place in your story that we too may bring your life to the waiting world. Grant this through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, rest upon you and your loved ones this day, this Christmas and forevermore. Amen.